honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. So you would expect anything medicinal to be bitter and anything sweet to be harmful. But pleasant, morally uplifting speech. Pleasant words, which is morally uplifting speech. Both sweet and health giving. So James had this to say about the words that we speak. He wrote, When we put bits to the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take the ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder. Wherever the pilot wants to go, likewise the tongue has a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what consider <coughs> what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a root of evil among the parts of the body, it corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire. It is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame, can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. We praise our Lord and our Father, and we really curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives? My grape vine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. And it comes from James 3, 3 through 12. So what we must remember is that our words give a depiction of what is going on inside of us. And more importantly, we must remember that this old, we must remember this old saying, it is easier to catch flies with honey than it is with vinegar. In today's Bible readings are Deuteronomy 4, Luke 6, 39-7-10, Psalm 68, 1-18, and Proverbs 11, 28. So now we will be moving on to day 85 of our Bible in one year segment, with our focus being today on Luke 7, 1 through 10, which says this, when he, being Jesus, had completed all his teaching in the hearing of the people, he went to Capernaum. Now a centurion slave who was highly regarded.
started by him he was sick and about to die when he heard about jesus he sent some jewish elders to him asking him to come and save the life of his slave when they came to jesus they strongly urged him saying he is worthy for you to grant this to him for he loves our nation and it was he who built us our synagogue Jesus started on his way with them, but already when he was not far from the house, the centurion sent a friend, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself further, for I am not worthy for you to enter under my roof. For that reason I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you, but just say the word, and my servant shall be. Thank <laughs> you. 
engine were number one through ten, with the number one of the first cohort being the most elite, the second being the next, the third, so on and so forth, all the way down through the tenth, which was considered to be the one that only had the good or the average or the the, the, the remainder of the Roman engineers. This man clearly 
that Jesus was amazed at the faith of this Gentile centurion was greater than the faith of any he had found in his room. So the centurion's faith, his faith was rewarded by his servant being restored to good health by Jesus. So what then does this centurion's faith Exactly what we do. 
Through 